I don't know baseball, so I don't know why I went with a baseball <laughs> metaphor. I was going to say batting under 500, but I don't even know if that's the expression. What does that even mean? I, it, like, it's not good. <laughs> not good? Okay. Yeah. So 501 was, is okay. 501 is great. <laughs> or 99, not good. I don't know. <laughs> All right, and welcome to the Book Jar Podcast. My name is Marissa, and I'm here with my best friend, Megan. How are you today, Megan? Is that our official opening now? Yeah, you know, it made you, like, happy to be called a best friend, so I'm going to say it all the time now. Oh, so so wholesome. (laughs) (laughs) Your your mouth is saying wholesome. Your eyes are saying, please don't ever do this again. I feel like I'm being put on the spot here. <laughs> all right. So how it works here on the Book Jar podcast is we talk about books, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much all you need to know. Uh, we are a bi-weekly podcast, and yeah, that's that's what I want to say. Uh, that was pretty good. Was it? Yeah. I bailed at the end again, but like otherwise. Yeah. Did you say your name again? I can't remember. I did at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it just comes naturally to you now. And then I just kind of. You're like, oh my God, you just still didn't say you your name. You still didn't say your name. Yeah. But I, I'm sure you did. It's, yeah. No. It's, I, def- I definitely did. Um, but the more you look <laughs> at me, the less certain I am. So it started at like 99% sh- certain. And now I'm like at 91. It's just like like when you keep telling the same story over and over again to someone because you just forget that you told them. Yeah. It's like those vibes. Yeah. Yeah. That's. But, that's it's exactly fine. what's happening to me. We're down to 85%, by the way. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, it's all good. It's fine. You said your name. <laughs> I'm sure of it. <laughs> How have the last couple weeks been in terms of reading? Um, You know, pretty... Like, I think I read one book. Yeah. It was pretty good. That's, so, yeah. That's it's, one full book more than me. Yeah. So, we're good. It's good. I read... Um, I want to die, but I want to eat tokboki. Love that by Bake Sihi, and it's like it's a translated Korean memoir. Okay, of this girl who recorded all of her therapy sessions. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. I think I mentioned it last time, and yeah. So basically, it's like a transcript style book. Okay, that like between her and her therapist, and then she kind of has like a little journal entry at the end of each of a kind of what like she took from that session and how she's working on it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, it ended on like a very like kind of like bittersweet note. So I definitely recommend like reading it because basically it's just like, you know, saying that like therapy is like you're always kind of working on yourself. Like you're, yeah, you may or may not ever reach that like destination that you're expecting out of it. Right. And yeah, it was just, it was very, it was very interesting. Read. Okay. Interesting. So, I am curious about this one. Like it, it sounds like a really cool concept, which I love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're like recommending it is is speaking volumes to me as well. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I will say I haven't I haven't finished the book. I did I did do some reading though. So we're that's moving good. on from the whole you know mental block that I'm in about yeah. reading. Yeah. Um. So I'm currently reading the Northanger Abbey by mm-hmm. um not the Northanger Abbey just Northanger Abbey by Jane Austen and I'm enjoying it so far. So we'll that's see what good. that's where that goes and then i'll be rereading before the coffee gets cold as well before our book club which is only a couple days away but that's okay yeah we like to go hard fine. mode it's fine it's fine everything's 
fine. <laughs> you'll be fine. But that's good. I mean, slowly getting yeah. out of your slump. Yeah. That's a good sign. Yeah. Well, we love that. So I think with that little bit of a, a shorter intro, we should talk about today's topic because I am very fond of today's topic, even though it's maybe like a little bit less about reading books and more about just general love of physical books. Yeah. Uh, so the the question is that what constitutes if you will keep a book in your collection or not and why? So this question was given to us by Jenny, who mm-hmm. is... I'm just going to hype up Jenny for a second. Yeah. A uh, fantastic reader. She She's also a fantastic listener, and she's a very active member of our Discord. So mm-hmm. quick plug there. If you want to join mm-hmm. our Discord and go, I don't know, chat with us or Jenny, yeah. you can do that by following the link in the description of this <laughs> podcast. Hope Jenny's okay with me throwing her up out there like that, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure she'll tell me she's not. <laughs> So uh, what I love about this question is I feel like this is the question, right? Like it's like Mm -hmm. the question that all book lovers have to face. Yeah. Because even if you're like me and you keep a lot of books, I say that as we're like literally in front of my... Your massive library of books. Yeah. Yeah. My literal library of books. I... There's always a book that like doesn't make the cut Mm -hmm. and there are qualifications for it, even if you keep a lot of books or you don't keep that many. Yeah. So I think one of the things that I always think of when I'm thinking about whether I'm going to keep a book that I've read is like most often for me, the answer is yes, because most often I get enough enjoyment out of it that like I don't mind looking at it. Yeah. If it's something I absolutely like hated. So like a really good example of this would be, um, and I'm going to trash on Colleen Hoover again, which I am known to do, but uh, it ends with us. Like, I wouldn't have kept that book. I read mm-hmm. it digitally, so it didn't really matter. Yeah. Um, And I also, like, rented it, so it really didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the fact that, like, if I had owned that book, I would have gotten rid of it because mm-hmm. I actually didn't like it. I know. And then my other qualification is, am I ever going to lend this out to someone? Mm-hmm. And I would have never lent that book out to anyone. I wouldn't have, except, I mean, maybe like you to be like, here, read this, and then you can say that you've read it and we can talk about it. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't have, I would have asked you and then thrown it away kind of thing. Well, donated it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, for me, I have a few books that like, I, you know, don't personally love, but one reason if they're still on my shelf is like a still just lazy i'm just lazy mm-hmm. to get rid of it and also like b like i just don't know like i'm just not sure if anyone would even enjoy them so i just like i don't know what to do with them i'm like do i donate it to a library do i bring it to a used yeah. bookstore do i see if someone i know actually might enjoy that book it like might be up their alley and so like it just kind of sits on my shelf for a while until I figure that out like even just like going through the books I have I'm like oh yeah I read that when I was like 14 years old and I liked it at the time Mm -hmm. so I kept it on my shelf because why not like I might finish the series and I do whatever like for example I am number four by Pitta Kislor was like the first one that I kind of like saw and I remember picking it up like at chapters or whatever and like really enjoying it but the other books weren't out of the series so I was like well I'm going to keep it on my shelf for now until the other books are out and then I can like collect the rest of the series and then I just like wasn't interested in that anymore because it was kind of more of a like 
sort of dystopian like alien kind of vibe yeah and i just didn't want to go back to that world when those books came out and then now i'm like i think i could donate that book to some like to a used bookstore or something where like a younger kid could enjoy it yeah but right now i'm just like i don't i just I just you're gotta, not ready to like actually yeah. say that you're not gonna do something with it yeah exactly like maybe yeah. i will want to reread it or i think that I that's, a, that's a huge thing too like and i think when i'm thinking about books i've read that's definitely like my qualifications are like am i going to loan this out to someone or is this something i could potentially reread in the right moment because mm-hmm. i i've also like it's really like the books i reread don't always make sense like sometimes it's one that i'm like oh that wasn't like amazing but it was super fun yeah and those are the ones like i'll pick up again because i'm like i know this wasn't awesome Mm-hmm. in terms of like writing quality or something but i just really need like a book to get out of a slump or something like that yeah. and then i'll keep it for that reason I, but sorry i was just gonna cut you off <laughs> you're cutting off yeah go um for it. no i was gonna say i'm the same way like there's some books that they're my some of my favorite reads that aren't necessarily like amazing and like i'm not like big rereader but i still like to have them on my shelf because yeah like, i actually i enjoyed um uh, like reading that like my ruth ware collection like i just love all of her like mysteries and everything like that so well, it's I, just I think there's like another part of it that is like I just enjoyed this author and even if I yeah. never read it again like I want and this is where it becomes more of like decoration it's like I want people to walk into my house and be like oh you've read Ruth Ware I love her yeah um and I want that as like a conversation opener because I loved the book so much and like that's a qualification for like books that I like put on display mm-hmm. and don't just go on the shelf right like because I want people to see them and then be like oh did you like that and maybe like yes please read it like it's fantastic or you know oh I love that author it's like okay now this is something like I now know about you and like we can bond over because I also loved this book yeah that's a that's like a really good point because I know for me like I'm opposite of you like I kind of hide my books away like yeah they're, <laughs> they're up in like a spare room yeah most of them are like in an enclosed like storage unit that like I can just go through and like pick through and then lend out as I see please but I do have like one kind of open shelf that I have like pretty much like I don't know probably 99% of my TBRs on there like physical TBR and then like another shelf is like books that I've read so it's kind of like exciting to see like books that I need to read going to like the books that I you've read you've read Yeah. yeah so I like doing that and like I'll probably keep it like that for until I get through like a majority of them and then after that like maybe move them or shuffle yeah them or maybe I'll like move that. them yeah. or maybe that's when I'll be like I don't need this in my collection anymore or something but like that's also really satisfying of like keeping books on your shelf I yeah. find because it is like one well, you're doing that too with yours but it's just yeah. like it makes you feel like more accomplished yeah I don't know <laughs> when you get to move them there is something really nice when I get to like put the book in my basement. So I've talked about this before. I have two like collections going on. One is upstairs and that's my like to be read. And then the other ones are downstairs and that's my like I've read. And it is nice because like moving it down, like physically moving it downstairs is like such a nice like, oh, mm-hmm. I read that. It's done. I can check this off like a list that I have going in my head almost. And also it's like, it is kind of nice because I feel like a lot of the ones upstairs become conversation starters because people... And this is like not something I actively thought, but like because like most people who like I'm not super close to, but like are in my house, like they'll be upstairs. But if they're like really close friends or like I want to show them a specific book, like it, that's like more of like a, a deeper connection thing. So mm-hmm. like usually it's only like closer friends that like that happens for. 
So it becomes like this nice thing where like people will come over and be like, oh, I've read this book. Like, and I'll be like, oh, this is like my TBR. Like, do you think it was good? And I get to like ask them questions that way. Yeah. Whereas like, then I like, you know, bring like you and Alex downstairs and I'm like, oh, look at this one I just finished. (laughs) Look at everything I have. Yeah. And that's how, like, I do like that of keeping the actual physical book is that because like I have a few books that I've read that have only been on digital format. And Mm -hmm. like, I think even We Were Liars, like I recommended to you and you're like oh I really want to borrow that and I'm like yeah so it's well, the same thing happened before the coffee gets cold <laughs> yeah because I you and this happened recently you were like hey can I borrow that mm-hmm. and I, I thought that was funny because I was like I know I feel like she, <laughs> I, I don't know but I feel like she thought I had it because I loved it so much yeah. and I would have had it yeah but like I don't have it and it's like the one book I love that I really don't have and you were like I feel I just, like you were like oh I I was a little surprised. I honestly was like, I thought I saw a physical copy. Like, what is this? I I think, well, like I did a, I did like a reel, but I used my iPad. Oh, that's probably what. So like, that's probably what you saw because you saw the cover, but it was on my iPad. Yeah. That makes um, sense because it was like colored and I'm like, oh, that must be the... Yeah, Anyways. yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> That's what I was going for, so that worked. Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah, it's like I do find it really frustrating when I read digitally a book that I can't then lend out. And mm-hmm. like we've talked about this before, like that is something that I don't love about ebooks and digital copies of books. As like amazing as it is to be able to like take it and have it on like your phone or your iPad or like whatever device and like also have them on like multiple devices is kind of nice sometimes like I've done that before I started reading it on my iPad and then I like end up going out somewhere and I get stuck without a book which is like everyone's worst nightmare (laughs) and then (laughs) yeah so then I just like pull it up on my phone and like Mm -hmm. that's a nice experience too but then like if I want to lend it it's it's really yeah it's more difficult like you don't really want to give out your e-reader just because there I feel like there's more potential for it to be broken and then you're 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 losing losing more you're losing more and they are generally a little bit pricier too so I feel like people don't really want to borrow them because it's like there's some more of a risk there where like it's it's, definitely it would be like it would be weird also like you're like here take my e-reader I'd be like I feel both honored and scared also like like, (laughs) don't look at all the erotica on here like (laughs) you know it's just like delete delete my browser history kind of vibes (laughs) no i'm just kidding but (laughs) that was amazing (laughs) like kind of yeah um there's some weird like there's 99 cent stuff i've downloaded on there like i haven't even read yeah don't judge me i don't know if i like it okay That's hilarious. That's amazing. I didn't even think about that factor. But that is like a lot of what people use e-readers for is like more like, I don't know if I'm going to like this books. And like, that's what I use like digital books for is for that. Like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And that's one of the reasons why Before the Coffee Gets Cold is one that I did that for was because and not because I didn't trust that it was going to be good, but because I had been getting recommendations for it on TikTok and the TikTok recommendations I had been getting were like batting. Mm-hmm. I don't know baseball, so I don't know why I went with a baseball <laughs> metaphor. I was going to say batting under 500, but I don't even know if that's the expression. What does that even mean? I, it, like it's not good. <laughs> not good? Okay. Yeah. So I 501 was, is okay. 501 is great. Five- <laughs> Or ninety nine, not good. I don't know. Like it was like I, 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 in the context, it made sense. In the context, it makes sense. But it's like they were definitely. Um, I keep thinking of sports analogies for sports that I don't watch, and now I, I can't, I can't move. What about on. hockey? Do you have I'm hockey? To, like, one? I'm like, 
a no, hat because, trick wasn't like, a hat trick it wasn't a hat trick of a hat trick <laughs> uh <laughs> it was they were just flops like yeah. they were just not amazing and if they were like okay they were just okay like mm-hmm. and so i really did and i was like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna get this as the digital one and i do regret it because it was so good but like also like in terms of what i had been reading and what i had been recommended and like it made sense but like that's definitely what people would use it for is more of that kind of stuff so like you definitely aren't gonna just like give out your e-reader because i feel like there is definitely like a little bit more judgment there yeah potential not that i would judge you or you would judge me but like that would be like a thought with someone else but yeah i i like i think that is the only thing I don't like about digital books. Yeah. Like I like I can talk a lot about like loving to turn the pages and like the physical copy is just a little bit nicer sometimes. But I could give up that for the benefits of some of the digital stuff. But like not being able to lend out the book and not being able to like look at it mm-hmm. is like two things that I don't love yeah. about them, um, which is not our topic, but is definitely <laughs> part of our topic. I it's feel like, like part of it. Yeah, I would say it, it definitely goes with it. I will say like in terms of like, I just I think the biggest one for me is the lending out of books mm-hmm. because I do do that a lot. And as much as I like hate when I don't get them back and there's some copies of some books that I definitely still need to like harass certain people for. Yeah. Um, not even like, I mean, like, like sometimes they are well-intentioned to give it back to. It just like doesn't happen, which is like a problem. But I do <laughs> love being able to be like, I loved this book. Please read it here. Yeah. I will give you the copy. I will make it easier for you. Yeah. And yeah, I think that that's just such a powerful thing in like the book community. Like I can't imagine not being able to do that at all. And that is one of the reasons I keep them. And like, how many times have I been like, oh, I didn't love this book, but like, you know what? I think Megan in this mm-hmm. particular moment might get enjoyment out of this because it has this certain element she's currently looking for. Like, I've actually said that to you. Yeah. That long of a sentence, I've actually said yeah. it. But, like, I didn't <laughs> love it, but I think what you're looking for right now might be is what I need. What yeah. you need. And like, I don't think you're going to necessarily love it, but I think this might help get out of a book slump or this is like, you know, um, the exact genre you're looking for. And this might be like a good place for you to start. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I know, like, I definitely wish I had more book, physical books for that reason Mm -hmm. to be like, I love this book or I wasn't like, there's been a few books that I've read that I'm like, I didn't like it, but I want marissa to read it because i really Mm -hmm. want her opinion on it or something and then it's like obviously if you have other books on your physical tbr like you're probably gonna prioritize those and something that i'm like not 100 sure that you're gonna like anyways so that's like one thing that sucks about having a smaller physical like tbr and or just books in general um but yeah like i would say like kind of going back to the topic and stuff a bit too is just i like to keep the books that i do have like i am pretty like like a choosy about what I buy and what yeah. I keep on my shelf. And one of the like biggest ones I keep are like ones that I'm just like proud of myself for reading. Okay. So like I have a few from like just reading like with college courses or books that right. I picked up that I normally wouldn't have like especially like whether it was the age I was in or like anything like that. So like for instance like reluctant fundamentalist like mm. that's generally a book that you do read i would say for like academic courses yeah 
Um, but it was something that I enjoyed. So I, you know, like I kept that on my shelf because it's like, again, yeah. it's something I enjoyed reading. It's something that I could recommend out to people. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, you know what, if if I don't want it on my shelf anymore, like I feel comfortable like giving that to used bookstore or to anyone yeah. else who yeah. can enjoy it. I also read, um, you know, like even like No Country for Old Men. Like I've talked about this book before, but it's just like one of those books that I never thought that I would pick up. Yeah. And I did. And I'm like, you know, like, it's like, I probably won't read it again, but I'm like, you know what? I did that. Like, I read that really depressing book. (laughs) I finished this one. And no one can take that away from me. Exactly. Or like my other one that I had on here for an example was No One Is Talking About This by Patricia Lockwood, which I think I I just read last year. And it was like a very interesting kind of memoir kind of literary-esque type book that, again, I went into it not expecting not knowing what to expect mm-hmm. and I ended up re- like you know figuring out that I kind of know what's going on and I got like all these like emotions and feelings out of it that I didn't think I would and again it's one of those books that I just didn't know that I could read or would enjoy reading. I think that that is actually a really good point like I'm thinking of some of the books that I originally kept and that feels like one of the reasons I kept them and I I have like because I have such a big TBR that is physical like that's actually something that I also like think of when I'm keeping those books because mm-hmm. I actually a couple of years ago I did thin out my bookshelf because I just looked at it and I was like I don't actually want to pick up the majority of these books and that is a problem but I'm keeping so many books that I feel like I should want to read that I just don't and so I got rid of a lot of them yeah and Unfortunately, one of them was The Da Vinci Code, which (laughs) I have now been told is like, I have to read it. Like, I will probably enjoy it. And so I have to now, I don't know, figure out how to get a copy of that. But I'm sure that'll be easy to find. Yeah. But the majority of books that I got rid of, I can't even tell you what they were because I don't remember and I didn't want to read them, but they looked like something I should want to read, if that makes sense. Like, they just had a certain style to them or like they were by certain authors and I just like had no interest in reading them but I felt guilty about getting rid of them I was really happy I did that because now and there's still some books on there that are definitely like more of I hope I can read this one day because I think it might be interesting or cool to talk about with people yeah but I don't know if I'm ever actually going to pick it up because it's not going to be my go-to like I would have to really want to read that specific book but it is almost like a status thing too like you want to read certain books that like just show that you've read the certain book Mm -hmm. and like to keep those ones on your shelf again I feel like it comes back to almost the conversation starter thing like I I want to be able to point to people and be like I read that and like or I or I am planning on reading that and it's it's kind of part of that. I think that's also a reason I've kept some of the classics that I've read that I haven't enjoyed Mm -hmm. because it's just one of those things where it's like then when somebody's like, oh, you don't like this author. I'm like, yeah, I don't. And they're like, well, but like, how can you not (laughs) kind of thing? It's like, well, I've read this book or I have this book and I didn't like it. Yeah. Or, you know, like, like test me on it. Like, I'll tell you what it's like. I will prove that I read it. It's not my thing, but like I will prove that I read it. And I think this also comes right around to the next part, which is the like aesthetic reason Mm -hmm. to keep some of them, which is just like I do keep the ones that are pretty. Yeah. I have this one book and you've picked it out multiple times and you're like, this is such a pretty book. And I'm like, I know it's beautiful. I hated it. (laughs) 
and you're like, why do you keep it? I'm like, I keep it because it's pretty. Mm-hmm. And like, that is like, I mean, that's <laughs> not like my favorite reason for why I keep books. Like, yeah, I definitely have gotten, I've gotten rid of one or two that I really didn't like that were pretty. Um, but it definitely bumps it up a couple yeah. markers. Yeah, I like for me, like definitely if I had a bigger collection, I'd probably have like, I'd probably go for the prettier books and stuff. Yeah. I would say like more kind of that aesthetic side too is just like I have a lot of series, like matching series. Yeah. And I kept them because, yeah, they just look nice because they are. Because they're like three that look nice together. Yeah, they just all look nice together. It makes me feel like accomplished. Again, like the whole like if someone sees that on your shelf, you're like, oh, you read that series. And it's just like yeah, I did read it. I enjoyed it. Or no, I haven't read it all, but I have all of them. So I have the opportunity to read them yeah. all. I mean, I still have like the sister of the traveling pants and like, it's just like a cute little box. I, I'll be honest, like <laughs> series like, really, really do get me. I have the entirety of a series of unfortunate events. Mm-hmm. And I actually like intentionally, cause I've read the whole series, but like, because I was younger when I read them, like I did read a lot of them from like libraries and stuff. And so I had like a really <laughs> like mismatched matched collection so like some of them were hardcover some of them were paperback uh some of them i didn't have and like the ones i had made no sense like i had one but then i didn't have two or three or four mm-hmm. but then i had like five ants or i i didn't have two to five but i had six and then like i had like seven nine ten eleven twelve and not thirteen like just like the weirdest assortment. Yeah. And so I actually bought like an entire collection specifically because I wanted them all in hardcover and all the same and like to actually have them all, which mm-hmm. is now like ridiculous because now I have like three of like mm-hmm. two of some of them <laughs> and like stuff like that. Yeah. Which is whatever it is what it is. But like I definitely see that because like it looked weird to me that there wasn't 13 of mm-hmm. them. And like I will probably reread them. And like another thing with that one is I've kept them and I've gotten the full collection because I do think my nieces will read them. Yeah. And I do want to be able to lend them out there. Might be a good idea that I have a backup of some of them. Yeah. For sure. But like those are books I think that they'll enjoy when they get old enough to read them and like that's another reason to have them but I just also really like how they look and I think they look good together. Like I think Mm -hmm. that that's kind of it. Yeah. It's kind of like remember when you had like the Britain Britannic what is it? The Britannica Britannica like wick like encyclopedia yeah, collections yeah. and like that was like such a thing in the 90s and 80s or whenever the heck they came out but like growing yeah, up it was it's like, like if you didn't have them all it was weird it was weird you're like I need like WXYZ like where is that <laughs> yeah like what am I supposed to do with it yeah so it's like kind of the same idea it of like feels these the series same. like it feels mm-hmm. incomplete without all of them yeah like for example like I've the first book of Twilight like I've read the whole series of Twilight but it's weird to me that I only have the first book yeah I only have the first two yeah and it's just like it's it's weird but I also am not gonna go I'm not gonna go buy them (laughs) I'm not gonna do it that's another one where like I will keep the first two and to be honest with you one of these days I will probably reread Twilight just because like I don't know it's like one of those things that's really easy to reread and like yeah make fun of quote Mm -hmm. unquote um but yeah I would never ever feel the need to get the last two no and like i think that that's a little bit of an exception i do think if they have numbers on them Mm -hmm. i am more likely to get the rest of the series so i don't know if you work in like book design and you want more people to buy copies of the book like the numbers really if i see like 
if because like you can't just have a one on your shelf this is true yeah you can't you can't just have the one and then you can't just have like one in four for sure like you have mm-hmm. to have one to whatever yeah like at least if you don't have the number you can just pretend like oh it was this is complete yeah it's complete guys don't worry about it yeah it's <laughs> like or it doesn't really matter because like you have two matching ones yeah or like three matching ones even though they're supposed to be like five like that's a little different i feel like that's the reason i did like the series of unfortunate events like only having a couple of them because i was like they have the numbers on them like you can see which ones i'm missing like yeah. you can see that i'm obviously missing like ones in the middle of the series too like you can't even pretend mm-hmm. but yeah i i definitely do and like this is where I'm definitely one of those people who get annoyed when they switch the cover halfway through. So they did that with the Princess Diaries, which is one of the reasons I've never bought like the whole series. Yeah. Um, because I love my original copies and they don't make them anymore um in those covers. So I can't even get like a matching set. Um, but they did switch them. So like half of them have like this one design and they're like certain mm-hmm. height, and then the other half are not like that. And I'm like, oh, that's really annoying. Yeah. But like I also don't care enough to like finish that one out. Yeah, like I mean, obviously if you really love the series or the story, then you you're gonna you, yeah. grab it no matter what. It's like when you go between like paperback and hardcover because it's like if I wait. have to, I have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I guess I'll just get the hardcover. I can't wait. Yeah. But I can't wait, even though I got the first one and I'm never going to find the hardcover yeah, of that. Yeah. It's fine. And like, I, I think the only book that I've actually ever repurchased was my like Sabriel copy, which yeah, I was going to say. Like, that's the only one that I've actually repurchased because I lost the original. I think I lent it out to someone, but I couldn't remember because it was just like at a time where I was like lending out books to like a few yeah, different people. Yeah. You got to be d- careful with that. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like you kind of lose contact and then I'm like well that sucks so like I like looked specifically for the exact same cover and cover and like so like I will do that for certain books that I the really nostalgia enjoy. yeah for sure yeah it's like that nostalgia the sentimentality of it like I I don't know like there's even a few books that I have that like I grew up with that I'm like I just can't imagine if I lost this book like I would never read it maybe if like I have kids or whatever I might read yeah. it to them like I have like a couple I don't know do you remember David Bouchard that sounds familiar he was like an author who came like he talked at schools he might have came to our school when we were in the same grade but he um had like a bunch of like really beautiful like um like illustrated books for children okay and like he had one that was like had wildebeests and like all these like african animals and then the one i have is called the dragon new year and it's just like so beautifully illustrated it's like signed by him and like i just like have such a like strong memory of listening to him talk to this like gymnasium full of elementary kids that is just like I can never get rid of it yeah even though I don't even remember what the story's about at all like I yeah it's, I mean it's a children's book I could easily reread it but yeah but like you're never gonna get rid of you know what that I think that that's fair I feel like that's how I feel about the seeing stone mm-hmm by um Kevin Crossley some Cro- Crossley Holland and like I I don't I actually might reread these at one point but like I feel mm-hmm. that strongly about them like even if I never do I also weirdly and this one's like kind of a weird one for me but like I feel that way a little bit about like my Gossip Girl books yeah like I just remember being so pumped to read them and I thought they were so like scandalous. Mm -hmm. And, like, I thought they were so amazing and pretty. And, like, I don't think they're amazing and pretty anymore. I definitely, again, I could see myself rereading them just for, like, fun or something. But, like, I don't know if I would get the enjoyment out of it. And I definitely don't know if it would be worth it. Yeah. But, like, 
there's something about them that I would like not get rid of because I just I just think I was so excited to have them and like yeah I I just don't think I could get rid of those ones even though like even if my like nieces like when they're in like junior high or high school I probably wouldn't like be like you should read this unless they were like can I read this mm-hmm. like because I just don't think it's like that good of a thing but like I just have a nostalgic connection to like reading them yeah that's that's fair whereas I I kind of had like the opposite effect like I never read Gossip Girl but I had this other kind of like junior high like series that I loved and I can't remember the name of it but the main character's name was Madison and like on the cover of them was like this really cartoon animated like Mm -hmm. characters and like I was like so into like that kind of animated tv shows at the time too when i was reading these books but again like they were one of those long series that have like i don't know 13 14 15 books yeah i collected all of them up until a certain point and then i just remember like i had them on my shelf i loved looking at them i remember enjoying them and then like i reached a certain age and then i have like a younger cousin and i was like i just think she would really enjoy these so i i just gave them up and I was like if you don't read them you don't read them but they're really fun and I'm really glad I had them when I was your age so yeah so I I do have those ones too and like those ones actually aren't on my shelf they're actually in my spare room because I just can't get rid of them but Mm -hmm. like I also don't actually like have any need to have them out yeah um and those are like the babysitter club books oh yeah um because I was just like so into them and I don't even know like I don't even know like they remade a whole bunch of them for graphic novels Mm -hmm. and so I feel like my nieces would like prefer to get it in that way and like I don't really think like they would like having these old books and because they were so like they were my sisters before they were mine so like they were like really well loved and like the spines are like degraded like they are like falling apart some of them don't even have like full covers anymore like they're that kind of book but I just can't like make myself get rid of them it's the same with like the Archie comics that I have I don't have those on my shelf one because they would just take over the shelf Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're not pretty yeah they're not something I like would lend out or anything but like to get rid of them feels weird to me and so I do like keep those ones and like at some point I'll probably donate them or do maybe like do an art project with them or something like that yeah but like right now they're just kind of like in a box yeah see i wish i did that because like a a while ago i did kind of like a purge of books and stuff like i was moving and i had like a lot of books that weren't mine growing up they were like the hardy boys that Mm -hmm. my brother had on his shelf that he read but i never had like the chance to read them because i just wasn't interested in them but i feel like now I would be interested in yeah. it. And then also like I had Anne of Green Gables, which I was given, but I just felt that that I couldn't get into it when I was given them. Yeah. And there, there was like a beautiful box set of them. And again, like I got rid of those, which is like just seems so sinful now because it's just like such a like like staple it's, in a lot yeah. of people's childhoods. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't really enjoy it. So I never I gave away my box set. Like, Well, yeah. And so like, um, at my parents' house, I still have my Anne of Green Gables set, but same thing. I could never get past the first one, mm-hmm. and I just never saw the appeal of it. But I would probably read them now and be like, "Wow, this is like fun." 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the Little House on the Prairie. This is actually my sister's, and I'm going to say that because I know she listens to this uh, this podcast, and I don't want her to be like, "Those are mine," because they are. <laughs> but they're also, I believe, out at my parents' house because it's just one of those books like I could never read. Yeah. And if my parents were like, "We're going to get rid of them," I would take them. I don't know. I'd probably like display those ones, but like. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where I am glad that like when I initially read them and didn't like them, I didn't get rid of them. And I think that that is now like bringing back up our topic here. That's a big thing that weighs on me when I'm getting rid of books. And that's why I have to be like pretty sure I'm actually never going to read it. Because like I even did it with the Da Vinci Code. I'm like, I'm never going to read this. And Mm -hmm. then like five different people came into my life. Like as soon as I got rid of that book, it's like they sensed it. They were like, this girl got rid of Da Vinci Code. Yeah. And um. They were like, it is my favorite book. Like, you have to read it. And I was like, well, you know, mm-hmm. like, where were you three months <laughs> yeah. ago when I was cleaning off my shelf? I could have saved, like, I could have just not donated that yeah. one. Yeah, and I think, like, and that's the thing, too, is, like, I have a bunch of those books that I'm like, I probably won't read or I'm, I don't know, maybe I'll read or I, I want to lend out to someone and I just don't want to get rid of it. But then mm-hmm. I kind of think about, like, you know what? Like, there's so many good used bookstores out there, like, But I don't know what it is about your copy is just so much different than like a random stranger's copy. Like I don't and it's like there's nothing wrong. Like it look exactly the same. Yeah. But it's just like that. Yeah. You're just like I think I don't know. You kind of feel just like why did I get rid of that book when I had it? Like Like, I I could have just waited a few years and now I want to read it. But it's like you don't know that either. Like yeah. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's really true. I think I don't know. It's so hard. Like, and this is, yeah, but that is why I, like, don't get rid of them. Because even if, and I'm thinking, like, another book I didn't like when I first read it was Throne of Glass, Mm -hmm. which I now have the full set of. Mm -hmm. And if I would have got rid of that, like, I never would have been able to pick it back up and try it again. And so I do think I keep books even when I don't like them, unless I really hate them. Um, I do definitely have... Like a couple that I would never get rid of, mm-hmm. like even if I had to downsize or something like that, um, even if I, you know, like got rid of most of my books, there's like a couple that would really linger. And I think the weirdest one for me is like this very, very ugly copy of Jane Eyre. Mm-hmm. It's black, like the co- it's literally black. It's leather, which is cool, but like it's just plain. It's not old. Like I got it at like Indigo or chapters or well Coles specifically (laughs) but um and it was like like really plain like it's like gold lettering but like not really pretty like I feel like I'm saying these things and you're imagining whatever you're imagining imagine it worse (laughs) it's not beautiful like it's not a beautiful copy it's just the first copy I actually read it on Mm mm-hmm and to be honest, if I was, like, to reread it, I have better versions of it that are, like, easier to read and, like, have, like, better print and the paper is better quality. Like, I wouldn't even pick it up to reread it necessarily, but I don't think I would get rid of that one because of the nostalgia, like, attached to that specific book. Yeah. Um, Which is just, like, funny to me because it's just, like, really... Like, I would get rid of one of my prettier copies before I would get rid of that one. I would be yeah. heartbroken, but I would get rid of a prettier copy before I got rid of that one. And, um, yeah, like, I'm thinking of books like that. Like, it's just weird to me that I wouldn't get rid of them. Yeah. But I feel like you had that same thing with the Sabriel. Yeah, like, Sabriel was, like, a big one for me. It was just, like, it was so... Because we talked about... 
we've talked about a million times how we both like actually kind of hate that cover. Yeah. But like also I kind of wish I had that cover. Yeah, it's just like it's like the original cover. Well, I don't know if it's the official original cover, but like Yeah, it was like the first version you had. Yeah, it was the first version I had. It's like when I picture Sabriel, like I picture that book. That book and like Oh, for sure. Like I'm even like a couple minutes ago when you were talking about Sabriel, I was literally like Oh, I don't have a copy. And then I was like, oh, I do. I just have a, like, I have a prettier copy. Yeah, yeah. I have, like, a really nice, beautiful copy of it, but it's not the same. Like, it's just, yeah. It's, even the same words? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's why, like, you you kind of get, like, these attachment to your original ones because it's, like, yeah, when people say, oh, have you read this book? Like, your mind is going straight, you go to, straight that to that copy. copy. I'm, like, even, like, a little bit weird about it. So, like, when you go in the Storygraph app, like, if it's not the exact I'm cover the I have. I'm the same way. I hate it. <laughs> I mean, sometimes <laughs> I have to make do because, like, they don't have the cover yeah. that I have. So, I'll pick the one with the closest page count or, like, yeah. a cover that's similar. But I definitely, like, I definitely look for it. Like, oh, I scroll through all the editions and yeah. I'm like, I got to find the one I read. And it's, like, so funny because, like, a couple times it's been, like, oh, have you read this book? And I'm like, yeah, but like it was in a, like I read it in a different cover. And so I will go and I'll be like, no, I read this edition this time. Yeah, it's different. Okay, can we talk about like motion picture? Um, at, like, Oh, if you want to talk about book cover books <laughs> that I would get rid of, like I think I, I never have, buy those ones. Ever. I have one that I can see right now. It's actually the Chronicles of Narnia, I believe. Um, giant. I don't think you can see it from where you're sitting, but it's like the giant. Oh yeah, right I see, I see. Yeah. Um, I think it's technically like the motion picture cover. I actually don't hate that one. Um, I remember I've turned down. Co- this is the only time I'll ever turn down. <laughs> like, if you offer me a copy of a book, yeah, I will ninety nine percent of the time say yes. You can see how I ended up with so many copies mm-hmm. of books. But I like if it's a motion picture cover. It just mm. feels cheap. I know it's, it's the great. same story, yeah. but I'm comparing it to the movie and mm-hmm. I just feel like, like, you know, in my mind, you know, I know, I know it's not going to, nothing's going to be cut out. It's going to be fine. Yeah. But just looking at it, I'm like, I don't want to, first of all, I don't want to picture the characters as those actors. Like, yeah, I don't. I, I want to read them how I think they look. And then also, yeah, like I just am assuming that something's been changed in the book, even though you, no. No, like that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. I will say, so the one that really bugged me, I'm gonna go back to Gossip Girls. So like I actually <laughs> didn't buy a lot of copies of Gossip Girl yeah. because they had these covers with the actual TV show. And I like so the Gossip Girl covers that I have, again, I don't I'm not in love with this cover, but like nostalgia. Yeah. But they're like all girls with their like like you see their mouth maybe their nose but their eyes are always cropped out of the photo like it's like just from like it's like their body minus their like top of their head Mm -hmm. and so the fact that like when they came out with the like tv show ones i'm pretty sure they had like the full faces and i was like it just looks wrong like yeah i remember just wrong yeah and i do have one book um it's it's like the original covers, but it does say on it like now a TV, like now on CW mm-hmm. or whatever. And I remember like hating that. Like I didn't even like the, that little like fake sticker thing that they put on them that you can't, it's not actually, it's like printed on the cover. Yeah. But that was as far as I was willing to go. Like I would not, like there was copies that I like mm-hmm. wanted to get that I would not pick up. 
Yeah. And if I'm yeah. in a library and there's two options and it's the motion picture cover and it's like a plain cover, plain yeah. cover. And if it's just the motion picture, I'm walking out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not happening. Sorry. No. I think like if that that's one way like I could like stop myself from hoarding books that I don't enjoy is just buy like the motion picture. <laughs> and then when I'm done reading it, I'll be like, oh, I don't want it on Your my shelf anymore. He's going to listen to this <laughs> and only buy you the motion picture cover. Yeah. And then he's going to be like, oh, no, we oh, have no. to get rid of it. You can't keep it because you don't like it. And That's like, so sad. It's true, though. Like, I probably would not, or I wouldn't display it. They would be like, like, they would like a box in yeah, a they, room. And they, 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 they get like, downgraded so fast. I would yeah. have to love that book to display yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like, you would, it would have to be five stars. And oh, I would, yeah. I would honestly probably go out and buy a different copy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. If I really love it, I'll have two copies of it. Yeah. When I actually enjoy looking at it. And one, I would, I would probably just donate the other one. I'd be like, bye. Yeah, I like, actually don't want to remember that I this would was give the it first to you. edition. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, Marissa needs to read this book. <laughs> Here, also keep it forever. I never want to yeah, see it again. Yeah, it's your problem now. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do think like that's, you're right. That is like a really good way. You know, it's funny because when we came up, when we read this topic, uh, I do remember you saying like, I don't know if we're going to be able to talk about it for that long. And we're, we're, <laughs> we're closing in on our like time here. I, I do want to say, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about in particular with this discussion? Um, any other like final thoughts that you kind of had? Um, because if not, I, I do kind of want to like, I know maybe we thought about like talking about like our favorite copies of certain books and stuff like that, but I think we've touched on enough mm-hmm. of that. Um, I will say, and maybe we've kind of touched on this too. I will say, how many copies of a book will you have if you like it? Mm. I would be happy with one, obviously, but I do have a few where I have like two copies, yeah, at least, and like they're the they're the same or maybe a little bit different, yeah, um, but not by choice, <laughs> yeah, so I kind of have the same thing, so I have um three copies of Jane Eyre mm-hmm. I have I think four copies of Wuthering Heights. Actually, sorry, I have four copies of Jane Eyre and I have four copies of Wuthering Heights. Mm-hmm. And I have several copies of a couple other books. I did, um, like, so if they're nice copies, I'll keep all of them. But as soon yeah. as I do get that second copy, I do consider giving them away. Yeah. And, like, the one thing I did recently is I have, like, a very beautiful copy of Dracula now. And I, when nice. I was searching through my books i was like hey megan yeah you gave me it and i was like are you sure you're like you don't give away books what yeah. is happening and, and i was like nice i have cover and it, it was it's a pretty cover yeah but like i like the other one is no offense far nicer yeah for sure um so like i was like i don't need two copies of dracula like one i haven't read it so yeah. i don't even know if i want two copies and as much as i like the other copy like, they're not going to look nice next to each other. Yeah. And I was like, and I do think, like, bonus, Megan would probably also want to read Dracula because it seems like a book that you would want to read at some point. Yeah. So, like, let's give this to Megan. Like, that's usually what goes through my head. Um, Like, I, I do actually, I don't love the copy, one of the copies of Wuthering Heights that I have. And, like, that would be one that I would get mm. rid of. Um. But I will probably always have three or more copies of that because the other three are like gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. And I will not be getting rid of those. Yeah. And I find that like, and maybe this is just like a stereotype in my head, but I find like those more like classic books 
like it just seems more acceptable to, to have multiple yeah, ones. Yeah, I feel, I've been around you know what, so And I long. will say if you have a favorite book, because I know um, I know one of my friends, and she's going to know who she is immediately, has several copies of, she's a big Sarah J. Moss person. Mm-hmm. And so she has several copies of several Sarah J. Moss books, but in particular, like in the Akatar series, mm-hmm. big fan of that. And, you know, she was like, I was like, she's like, actually, I have like this. I can't remember how many copies she has of like the last book. I think I want to say it's like three. And she was like, I like I know, but like they're they're different. And I was like, no, they are different. Like, first off, like you're like, I actually agree with you. Like, this is not my favorite series by any means. I've definitely said a thing or two about them. Like I they weren't my favorite read ever. But I totally understand mm-hmm. getting another copy of a book. Like, I think that that's totally fine. Yeah. And in fact, if I saw another beautiful copy of Jane Eyre or a beautiful copy of, um, like, any book that I really love, like, mm-hmm. and, like they've all floated away from my mind right now. But, like, well, Sabrielle is a good example. I, well, I was going to say, like, for me, anytime I go into a bookstore, I always look for Garth Nix's section because I want to see, A, if there's any other copies of sabriel mm-hmm. and two if they actually carry it because like it's it's hit or miss it's hit or miss and like i want other people to enjoy it and then i also like might buy it if it's a copy that i like or i want or, yeah. or i feel like i could give it to someone or something yeah actually that's true too i've cleaned out a number of maybe it's just you and me like we've been just like <laughs> slowly clearing out their copies and yeah. then they're like what's going on here <laughs> um we never have growth nicks yeah but yeah like i the one time i went there and they had like three copies of sabriel and i bought all three and i i did not read any none of those hit my shelf mm-hmm. like they got given away mm-hmm. um so like that's definitely something i will do but like yeah i think if you have a book series that you really like loved as a kid or something like i totally get having multiple copies of it and like sometimes i feel like i'll see people on like tiktok and they'll have like seven copies of one book and i'm like that's starting to feel a little excessive but then they go through how they got each one and i'm like you know what i could see this happening to me like one is signed one is like a special edition one is like a collector's edition and you know what like even, At the end of the day, too, like, it's your money. Yeah, like, that's exactly. great. Like, even because, like, when I went to Italy last year, I, like, saw these beautiful Italian covers. Yeah. And, like, oh, so beautiful. And I was, I just saw, like, my stories from a year ago. And I'm, like, I regret not purchasing one of those because, like, I can't read it. Like, it's Italian, but they're beautiful. Yeah. And I'll never, ever see that again because you're not going to get that copy in Canada. Like, you're yeah. not. I know, I know some people, they actually go out of their way to get, like, all the editions mm-hmm. of certain books. Again, on the surface level, that sounds kind of excessive, but then you look at the copies on the shelf and they they do look really cool. And like, it is really cool that they have like the Italian and the German and like mm-hmm. the like Japanese version. And like, it's just really cool. And if you love a book that much, like, why not? Yeah. It's like anything else. Like, and that is where I feel like personal libraries become more like collections. Like when you're yeah. not collecting them to actually potentially even read, that is where it's like more collection-y, but like yeah. go for it. And I think if I was a bigger rereader, I would definitely be that person. Yeah. Like, I would like even now like talking to my partner and stuff, I'm like, oh, I really like this book. Like it was on my e-reader. And he's like, well, if you really loved it and yeah. there's a really beautiful copy out there that you want. Get it. Then get it. And that's fine. But yeah, I'm like, I, 
that's like and then that's where it comes in like do I really love this book or is it just like yeah like do I need to have this physical copy I don't know I will say I think that is the flag stone of like I loved this book is mm-hmm. if I read a digital copy and I buy a physical one and I think that that like wrapping it back around the one book that I have done that for like I'm looking for a copy of before the coffee gets cold I just want to like get all of them because there's other books and that's like, yeah. it's become a series a little bit of a series and I do want to get them all in the same cover and I want to make sure I get the right one and I want to make sure like they're all hardback or softback yeah. or whatever I decide and I just haven't made those decisions yet. So, like, that's why I don't have it. But, like, I do totally. Yeah, I get that. Like, when you love a book, it's like, I have to have this in physical yeah. now. And I've done that with a few of my digital digital copies of, like, Susan Denard, like, the yeah, for sure. Or, like, I haven't bought them yet, but I'm, like, I'm looking, looking. I'm looking at them. And, like, if I'm, if it's in the right place, the right time. You would totally buy them. I would totally buy them, especially like there are more editions coming out, which is another thing that I don't like pull the trigger right away on a lot of these purchases because I'm like, but next year it might be cooler, cooler, different, (laughs) or maybe I'll travel somewhere and I could get that copy. Like there's just like so many variables that like obviously you can't control them. So you're just like, you should just buy it because if you love the thing, get the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. All right. Shall we draw our next topic? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Which books do you hope get an adaptation? So for like, for the record, normally (laughs) when I pull a topic, you give a look like, (sighs) not all the time, but like when you're like, like you're more likely to be like, ah, that's Darn, a, that's, that's going to be a lot, lot of, work. of work. And this is the first time, I think, where you look <laughs> thrilled. And I was like, no. <laughs> You'll be like, what oh. about the books that I don't want to get an adaptation? Yeah, of? like, let's do process of elimination here. <laughs> Here's the ones I wouldn't mind. This is going to be hard for me. Um, This one's going to be really challenging for me. I know you tend to think more in this route and like you're definitely more um i wouldn't say into movies or anything but like you want to see it come to life you want to see it come to life and i am fine yeah if it doesn't like it came to life in my head and that's good enough for me so this one's gonna be this one's gonna be challenging for me and i think you're gonna have a lot of fun so it'll be fun to discuss it and see what you come up with. It will be fun to discuss. I am excited yeah. about the discussion part of it. Yeah. I'm just like, if like if we were recording this in 20 minutes, I would be panicking. You'd be like, name a book, name a book. Uh, name a That's book. That's it. <laughs> and, then, and then you'd be like, this book. And I'd be like, I would cry if it became. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want them to mess it up. Um, cool. So any other things you want to say um what you're reading next maybe i know i kind of talked about mine in the yeah, first bit you did i mean i am reading a couple books right now i'm reading the soul feud by juniper jackson okay which t- so that was like the first um like contest that i i won i entered a contest on the story graph and I won oh, a digital yes. copy of That's it so fun so which like a was like so exciting and because I enter a lot, yeah. you would know because I tag you in a lot of... <laughs> yeah, you enter a lot of contests and like at some point you were bound to win one. Yeah, and I did and I'm excited and I... Yeah, so I'm reading that and enjoying it so far. It's like a romance novel mm-hmm. 
And then I am reading Before the Coffee Gets Cold as well for our book club. And that's cool. That's it for me. Great. All right. So if you want to learn more about our book club or you are interested in joining, check out our Discord link in the uh, description of this podcast. You don't have to join the book club just because you join the Discord, but you can. And that is the way that you can do it. So go check us out there and learn more following that link. If you want to follow us on social media, we would appreciate that. We are on Instagram and we are at the book jar pod. That is also where you can send us new topics that we will add to our book jar and draw out um, whenever they happen to get drawn out. And then we'll talk about them for 45 minutes to an hour, which is always fun. Other than that, that's pretty much it. Unless you'd like to leave us a review because we appreciate that. And that helps us get our podcast out to new listeners. Otherwise, that's that's actually it this time. So thank you so much for listening. And yeah, keep reading. Bye. I don't know how you like don't run out of breath at the end there. I just do. I do. You just do it so smoothly. I. I. Yeah. I don't. It just seems like a lot. I, of I'm like now wondering where I breathe. Yeah. I was like, did you breathe at all? I think I breathed in between <laughs> little like promotional pushes. Yeah. You're like, and eh, now I can pause for. But I don't think I really second. pause. I think I just no. like really quickly inhale. Yeah. That might be disastrous. That might sound terrible. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. It's only for the last little bit. And I'm sure somebody would have like you complained didn't... about it by now. Yeah. You didn't pass out. I wasn't so... like, <gasps> so I think good. you should do that one time though. Just 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 just, <laughs> just at the end. Just, just for the like, walls. Ah, I can't breathe. It's a lot of talking we do, okay? It it is. Yeah. I feel like you do majority of it because you do the intro and the outro and I just sit here and I just kind of smile. You make me feel nervous that I forgot my name. Yeah. I'm just like, because, you know, sometimes I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm just in my own little world until you're like, Megan. And then you're like, I will pay attention now. <laughs> I'm like, all right, we're recording something here. I'm present. I am here and I read books. Yeah. That's all I got to know. <laughs> books. 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 Ah. Uh.